Welcome to a new episode of NY Jets Fans with your host, Davin Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Jets Fans Podcast as we come to y'all with a new episode. Um, the Jets, I might well say the Jets, Mike White just came out and dominated Chicago defense 31 to 10. Had a tremendous performance other than one bad throw. Uh, Mike White seemed to be throwing, just throwing it on the numbers, even in tight windows. Um, Kyle, how did you feel about Mike White's performance and how you felt about the Jets dominating? Um, so, so starting off, I guess, with, with White, um, honestly, this is, this is something I expected from him, just on the premise of how well he played in the offense um, previously. You know, I thought that, you know, with more time, he would just get better. And even though it was against a short, a short, um, a short staff, and the underpowered um, Bears defense, at the end of the day, the most important thing was that he um, made the throws, like regardless of um, uh, who the defense is. At the end of the day, if a wide receiver is open or this receiver in general is open and you're not hitting them. It doesn't really matter what defense ranks at that point, you know? Um, so with that being said, I said, Mike White definitely um, came out and proved um, that he's, he was worth the, um, taking a shot on to, you know, to start. And so as far as the team itself, they did what they were supposed to do. Um, I was glad that they didn't play down to their opponent because that's something that, previous um, Jet teams would have done. Um, you know, we get certain um, teams and we play to their level instead of playing, you know, our type of football. And they definitely uh, played the way they should have and um, pretty much made, uh, made it a statement game to say that um, just to show what they're capable of. I, I think in just my opinion, I think even though Chicago defense was uh, second to last, um, I think just the way how Mike White was just throwing it on the numbers and just throwing on tight windows, like <laughs> in in terrible conditions, it just shows what type of QB that he is. And I was I was more impressed with that. You know, like like the Garrett Will, like the Garrett Wilson uh, second touchdown, you would have thought that would have been an interception, but it ended up being right there in Garrett Wilson's number, which was um, a beautiful catch. Um, he was finding his wide wide receivers. Um, he was just moving. He didn't run out the pocket. Um, he was just staying in the pocket and just believed in his receivers. Um, and you could see, you could also see it in the players' faces, and even though I know they showed that picture of Zach Wilson and, and with the inches and everything. Um, <laughs> I think I think what uh, I think what they saw was um, was something something that that could potentially you know just be a, a future Jet. We don't know as of right now, but. At the same time, we we definitely saw something, and I think the fans are very now now they more excited than ever to see to see what happens in the next game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
definitely will be a good um, test for them next week, or this week, I should say, against the Vikings. Um, but absolutely, the team's um, energy just overall was much different than we've seen in the past. Um, in regards to um, Zach, though, uh, to me, it was just one more step. I know he's still young. I know he has potential, but his um his demeanor from during that game to me was just one more one more I could say uh, mark against him in terms of why. For me, I just don't think he should be the quarterback of our team ever again. Because at the end of the day, if you know that you're not playing because you've been playing bad. There's absolutely no reason for you to be sitting on the side of the um on the sideline when you know during um defensive uh defensive um possessions where you have white and Flacco and one of the coaches sitting there looking at film or whatever and Zach is just sitting on the bench, on the side of the bench, looking salty. Like, the reason why you're not there is because you need to learn. He should have been, he should have had one of those tablets in his hands just the same way, looking over the defenses, looking to see what's going on so that he can get a better understanding of how to read the defense and, and just get that ingrained in him. And the fact that he didn't, to me, I don't even want him on the team anymore, to be quite honest. Mm, and that says, and then you know, to me, that says a lot. Um, I just, I just, you know, I just felt like Mike White is just ready. Um, he's ready to, uh, you know, he's ready for that playoff, and he looked more focused. Um, he he had what nine different receivers, um, you know, like nine different players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it just showed it just showed what what we've been missing for them last few weeks. You know, what if Mike White did start against the Patriots? Would it have been a different story? You know, it's different questions to this, but I think this Minnesota Viking team, even though they, they like 19th, I think, in defense, I would say that if Mike White does get a good start, I think they'll have the potential to win. I know Justin Jefferson is going to be tough. That's going to be the main t- test for Sauce Gardner right there, and I, and I can't wait to see that matchup. I think that would be the matchup of the day. I know you still can't sleep on um, Adam Thielen, which would be a test for DJ Reed as well. But I think the I think the Jets. I think if Mike White gets that gets that start that he had against the Bears, I think the Jets have a real good chance at winning. I think it's a 50-50 game, but this is going to be a really good game. Yeah. Um... Just on the premise of the team responding better to Mike White, to me, gives, a, gives me all, much more confidence in terms of the outcome of this game. Um, their, their energy, like I said, is totally different. Uh, you have players just, just seeming to be a lot more uh, invested in playing, you know, at this point. So I, I definitely see this as a winnable game for us. 
um, I had looked at, I saw some stat where they said that um, the Vikings defense, they, um, in terms of their pass coverage, isn't, you know, isn't one of the best. So we can definitely, you know, take a, a get an opportunity there to take advantage of that. Um, hopefully, um, LaFleur does that because I think last time uh, Mike White was, uh, you know, in that position, I think he did a terrible job of game planning for Buffalo, which helped him help Mike White to, um, excuse me, um, to help Mike White kind of uh, self-destruct and, and throw four interceptions because to me, I think they, he didn't incorporate the, the run enough in that game, especially when you knew Buffalo had one of the top rated secondaries in the league, you know. Um, but hopefully this time around, he has a better game plan and how could look to attack the Vikings on weaknesses. And honestly, just to help, you know, to keep pace. I think if we keep pace, we should be able to win that game. You know, from our defense is definitely capable of at least if not stopping, at least slowing those guys down. We've, we've done it with other teams. So like I said, I, I have a good outlook on this game. Um, I'm, I'm going to go out on, I'm, we'll go out on a limb and say that the, the Jets uh, win this one uh, 23 to 20. Uh, yeah. Um, like I said, I, I think, I think I just want to see the sauce versus Justin Jefferson. I know sauce been shutting the receivers down, but, you know, Justin Jefferson, the number one receiver, in the, um, if not top three in the league versus top three, you know, top three, in my opinion, uh, defensive backs in the league. That's going to be something really, to, really, really to watch out for. <laughs> um, if Sauce finds a way to not shut him down all the way, but to shut him down, like it's, it's, it's going to be a problem for Kirk Cousins. And, and Kirk Cousins still has to watch out for this uh, D-line. Because the D line is is what top ten, in 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 hits and uh, sacks, so yeah, <laughs> I I see, man, this is not the same Jets team as people think it is. This is not sweet, and I think the Jets is going to win this game. And this is going to be one of the biggest wins, um, even though the Jets still have another test after this game. But I think this will be one of the biggest wins for the Jets and, and also to let the NFL know that that this is this is not a game no more. We we're we're here. Now 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 we ready to um not take over the league, but we ready to show show face in the playoffs for the AFC. And I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go with the Jets as well. Um 21 to 17. Not a not a not an easy game, but it's gonna it's gonna be some points on the board. But I, I think this is going to be a real good game, but I think the Jets will will take this as well in Minnesota. Um, so yeah, so let's let's I guess let's review our uh, crazy. Well, I will say I want to limb to say crazy uh, week twelve, <laughs> week twelve. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, week twelve uh, review. Huh? Yeah, I was gonna say before um before we move on to uh, just a little bit more um. Yes, Jet News. Just want to give uh, Sauce a shout out because if I'm not mistaken, he's um leading the um the AFC cornerbacks for the Pro Bowl voting right now. So I just yeah, want to shout out to Sauce. 
definitely give a shout out to Sauce for that. Yeah, shout out to Sauce because um he definitely deserve it. Um, I think if they if they take the draft over, I think they'll they'll pick him as if not number one, number two. But um, yeah, the, you know JD just JD just don't don't miss. <laughs> um, so yeah, shout out to Sauce and um oh yeah, shout out to uh Mr. Bam Knight as well because I think he I think he did oh, good yeah. as well too. Yeah, actually, um, if I'm not mistaken, they said he had the highest amount of yards from scrimmage and a debut for a Jet running back ever. So, yeah, he actually did real good. Anti Johnson had a touchdown too. Yeah, that's the and that's that's one thing I was telling people. Like I, I, like I understood the James Robinson thing, but I I was definitely confident that. Ty Johnson could have handled that workload. So I love the way he runs. He he reminds me of um, a, a faster version of um, Corey Ivy. No, oh, Chris Ivy. I mean Chris Ivy. Sorry, Chris Ivy. Yeah. <laughs> they both run like really hard downhill guys that when they see people in front of them, they just look to lower their shoulder and go through them, which he did a couple of times <laughs> in that game. So yeah, definitely shout out to that man. Yeah, and also the O line. O line is still. Figuring out ways how to uh hold hold it down for the quarterback. So yeah, they doing their thing as well. So that's it's it's just it's just looking good. When you think when you think things is falling down for the Jets, things come back up. So yeah, um, the Bills, the Bills in this tight game against the Lions. Uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving Day, I, I was surprised. Um, they only, they won 28 to 25. Yeah, that was, um, that was definitely a, a interesting game. Like I, I didn't think it was going to be this close, but I knew that the Lions, um, they were able to produce well on offense. So kind of like with the Giants, you know, I, I, when they played the Giants, I knew that they were going to put up points against the Giants because, their offense, for that reason, is just can put up points. <laughs> you know, uh, St. Brown is definitely um, one of the rising stars in the wide receiver group. You know, he had like nine receptions for like over 120 yards and a touchdown. You know, so it's crazy because I just imagine if they was to actually get a good quarterback over there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say, uh, Seems like you know Buffalo has been struggling just a little bit, but um, you gotta give the Lions credit. Look like the Lions have played well in like the last four games, last four or five games. Yep, they, they they've been playing hard. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you got the Cowboys. The Cowboys actually uh beat the Giants twenty eight to twenty. Yeah, that was um. I thought that was a bit of a, a back and forth game. Uh, uh, Zeke, you know, I said he, I guess he won that uh, the running back duel because they seemed to uh, limit uh, Saquon that game to only 40 yards uh, rushing. So I definitely think like if you can do that, you have a good chance of uh, beating the Giants. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And um, yeah, Cowboys, Cowboys is getting a little bit of better, a little bit better week by week. So yeah, that was a good win for them. Um, 
Vikings in the close game beat the Patriots 33-26. Yeah, they had they had definitely had a a, a come come from behind victory, you know, going into um going into the the fourth quarter down three, but you know they was able to come back and uh, put up ten in that that uh, fourth quarter, you know, to win that game. But um, I would say definitely, you know, uh, Mac Jones kind of uh, as I said did his thing. You know, I know people have been down on him uh, just in terms of some of the productivity he's had. But I, you know, I continuously tell people like he's doing that with uh, a staff of you know receivers and tight ends that at the end of the day are probably not even top thirty in the league, like none of them. So the fact that they're still able to win is is definitely a plus, you know, for for what he's able to do with what he got. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, even though the Vikings won that game, um, you gotta, you gotta get credit to Mac Jones, almost 400 yards passing. I think, I think that's also why I think that I'm so, uh, I'm so excited to see what Mike White do, you know, because of the fact that it matters that if Mike, Mac Jones could do that. Mike, uh, Mike White should be able to do it as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was a good game for Mac Jones, even though they lost that game. But it was a it was a great game overall. Um, Browns actually beat the Buccaneers shockingly in overtime, twenty three seventeen. Yeah, those guys had a uh, Tampa had a major letdown in the fourth quarter with um, giving up that touchdown in the late late minutes of that game, and uh, just couldn't uh, put it together in overtime to. You know, to at least uh, pull out the win. It was a good sport effort by um by Cleveland at home. Yeah. Um, to, I mean, yeah, this is probably going to be Brady's last year as the Bucks are still struggling. Um, this shouldn't have been a struggle game for them. This is a must win. Every every game is a must win for the Bucks, And it just seems like they're struggling on offense against the Browns team. You know, and it's no disrespect to them because they're not having a great season, but they shouldn't have been struggling. The Buccaneers shouldn't have been struggling. They should have won that game. There's no excuse for that. So, yeah, shout out to the Browns. Great win for them. Uh, Bengals in a close game beat the Titans 2016. Yeah, that was definitely uh, like a hard-fought win. Uh, the Bengals, they were they were able to pretty much hold them. Um, Derrick Henry in check. He had under 40 yards uh, rushing on on over 17 attempts. Uh, but yeah, the this is this is honestly was something that I expected from this game. I didn't think it was going to be an easy win for either team, and they they definitely uh, took it down to the wire. <laughs> yeah, um, good good hard nosed football. Um, definitely a playoff. A possible playoff scenario for both teams. Um, that's the way how I like it. Good football. Um, even though Jamar Chase didn't play, um, still shows that the Bengals still got that pretend, you know, that that potential to win games without him. So yeah, big shout out to the Bengals. Wonderful win. Um, we started out as a 30-0 blowout 
the Dolphins just smashed the Texans 30 to 15. Yeah, they they um they had a quarterback change to um Kyle Allen and they almost seem almost worse than than they were with um Davis Mills. <laughs> yeah. They they couldn't um they couldn't muster anything against uh the Dolphins and they really just uh yeah, they, 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 they really just almost, pretty much got embarrassed because, you know, it definitely was 30-0 and Miami just probably just took their um their foot off the accelerator because, you know, of the how far they were up. So definitely Houston, uh, Houston has some, some, uh, some things that they need to correct in-house for them to be considered a... a a competent football team at this point. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree with you. But the Dolphins has been playing good football. And I think we see them after the Vikings game. Is that dumb or is it the Bills? No, 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 the Bills. Um, okay, the, the, so, yeah, we seen them. Yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot. We seen them in the last week. We seen last, them last yeah. week. But the Dolphins is playing good football right now. So, you know, um, we can't sleep on them. And Tua is finally doing some things with the guys. Um, so yeah, shout out to the Dolphins. They they definitely doing their thing right now. Um, the Washington, you would have thought they was out of the playoffs, but look look where they are. They in the hunt as they beat the Dolphins. I'm at the Falcons, nineteen to thirteen. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I figured that they were going to uh, win this game. I said Atlanta, Atlanta. They are. <laughs> I think they are good enough to really to be beating teams on the road because you know they they have their their issue with holding on to leads and stuff whatever. So it, it should have been expected for them to go on the road and, and take an L. <laughs> yeah, I thought the Falcons would maybe do something, but yeah, it seemed like the the Commanders is trying to make a um a strong play. You know, with the crazy the crazy thing is, Kyle's that. We probably would have never thought the uh, NFC East would be battling this way, and they all is winners, and they all is in the playoffs, just like the AFC East. Um, and you know, I, I'm not gonna lie, it's very exciting. Um, I give credit to them, though. I give credit to all eight of those teams that's definitely playing their butts off just to try to hit the playoff spot. So yeah, um, shout out to the Commanders for the win. Um, Russell Wilson looking like crap as always. Uh, Sam Donald gets his first start and gets the win, twenty-three to ten. Yeah, that um, that Denver situation is um, it's going to be a real interesting one come this off season because uh, they're already seeing uh, some of the people uh, on Denver's team not appreciating uh, Russell Wilson because they showed a video of one of the defensive linemen yelling at him during the middle of the game when they were on the sidelines. And um, just, to, just to think that there's – that something like that is happening with that team and to who it's, who it's being done to, you know, it says a lot. You know, there's not too mm. many teams where you can think that their star – quarterback is going to be yelled at by a defensive lineman of any caliber, you know, <laughs> unless you're like a, a Aaron Donald, where, you know, 
his voice commands respect. You know, there's not too many D linemen I can see going up to their their starting quarterback of that type of caliber that Russell Wilson is and start barking on him on a sideline like he's a child. <laughs> yeah, um, to, I don't want to hear nothing about Russell Wilson ever again. Um, to, I guess he showed his true colors in Denver. Um, I think the Denver should draft the quarterback. And the messed up thing is that the Broncos should have waited to give Russell Wilson that extension. And now they stuck with him. Ain't nobody going to want to take him. As of right now, nobody's not going to take that contract. Yeah. As sad as it is, nobody's not taking that contract right now. So, yeah, good luck to the Broncos. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Donald for the win. Shout out to Mr. Donald. We got the win. Um, in a nutshell, Jack, the Justin Tucker missed the 67-yard kick. That's the Jaguars. Upset the Baltimore Ravens, 28-27. Yeah, that was um, that was a big win for them, you know, especially with them being down um, being down uh, one point and deciding to go for the two point conversion to win the game. Yeah, that was that was definitely um a big win for them because I think it it. It gives the team a little bit of a a boost in terms of just how they feel about this other than just to give them a boost in that, you know, who knows what they can do any given Sunday, you know? Yeah, I I will say uh, Trevor Lawrence actually performed well. Um especially uh the fourth quarter. I think Trevor Lawrence did did the damn thing. To make it happen, uh, it was a little iffy at first with a nineteen ten. Um, they was losing nineteen ten, but Trevor Lawrence, we we gotta give him credit. He definitely did his thing. Um, shout out, shout out to Trevor Lawrence. He did his thing for that win. Um, I don't know, Kyler, Kyler Murray, and the Cardinals again struggling as they lost to the Cardinals. I mean, as they lost to the Chargers, twenty five to twenty four. Yeah, this was <clears throat> this was this was a bit of a uh, a toss-up game for me because both teams are were really capable of winning this game, um, and it's crazy to think that they the Chargers won it, and Herbert was the leading rusher with 38 yards. You know, you would think that it would have had to have been some sort of balanced attack for them to um, pull out the win in this game, but. It was it was solely on um Herbert's arm that did it. Yeah, um, man, the Cardinals is just struggling and struggling. It's time for them to make adjustments. Um, and the Chargers, the Chargers did what they had to do to win the game to try to stay alive in the playoff race. So shout out to the uh, Chargers. Um, in a high scoring overtime game, which was a wonderful game, the Raiders. Beat the Seahawks forty to thirty-four. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that was a bit of a shocker. Like I didn't expect um, I didn't expect the Raiders to to even really be in that game, but um, they were they were able to hold um, 
Walker to, to 26 yards rushing. And in contrast, um, uh, Jacobs had almost 230 yards rushing and two touchdowns. So <laughs> that type of performance, you know, um, you would think that if you have that type of performance from your running back, that there's a good chance that you're going to win that game. <laughs> yeah, um, Josh Jacobs with an 86-yard run to win the game. Um, ever since Cobb, ever since Cobb laid them tears out and uh, defended this team, I feel like the team is really, is really, you know, really showing support to him, and that's the type of uh, leadership that you want. I know it's weird for me to say this about Cobb, but I think Carr did the right thing, and now they playing. Now they playing better. Now they playing like they want to win. So that I gotta give them credit. I picked them two weeks in a row, and they won two in a row. Shout out, shout out to y'all. I definitely deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chiefs, the Chiefs in the low in the weird low scoring game beat the Rams twenty six to ten. Yeah, um, the Rams. You know, with them um, not having a, a healthy um, uh, Bradford is definitely uh, – they're just a shell of what that that Super Bowl team is right now. Uh, I don't see anything getting better for them anytime soon this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can call them a Reynolds because it's a wrap for their season. Um <laughs> I I was saying I would say they would be the first team in Super Bowl history to have a losing season after winning the Super Bowl. And it's and it's not their fault. You know, injuries happen and a lot of things happen, but yeah, it's a wrap for the Rams season. They need to go back to the drawing board as well. Um shout out to the Chiefs for the win. Um well, give the Saints a donut as the 49ers in the low scoring game, 13 up. Yeah. Um, the the Saints are definitely, you know, have their issues with um the amount of injury that they have and not having your weapons against um a forty nine a forty nine team that you know is going to play hard nosed football and be tough on the um the defensive side of the ball. You know, that's just a recipe for a disaster for a team. Yeah, um, even though it was a low-scoring game, you could tell the season is over for the Saints. It says, I want to say it, hopefully they'll draft a quarterback as well and um, start making some moves to try to be, you know, the team that they was before because they, they are really struggling on offense, and this is not the Saints team. I'm not used to watching. But, um, yeah, 49ers keep playing good. Um, shout out to the 49ers. Um, I know the I know the first 59 starts for 49er history. Uh, Garoppolo was tied, I think, with uh Steve Young, uh, 40 and 19 record. Um, yeah. so yeah, shout out to Garoppolo for that. Um, big big achievement, especially in 49er especially in 49er history. So shout out to Garoppolo. Um, a, a, a surprisingly high scoring game for the Eagles and the Packers, as the Eagles barely won 40 to 33. Ah, yeah, this game, I guess, in in different aspects, it's a, as I say, it's a it's a bittersweet game because um, 
who knows this might this might be the the last time you see um Aaron Rodgers in a Green Bay uniform being that um he sustained a rib injury mm. uh I really don't see at this point why he would come back and and play so Agreed. you know this is definitely might be end of an era but in terms of the game on, on itself for it to have been so close and the Eagles rushed for almost 400 yards um is just an interesting the interesting situation like I don't <laughs> I would you would think if someone rushed for almost 400 yards in a game that it wouldn't reflect in just a seven point win, you know, like because obviously yeah. there was just pure domination on one side of the ball, but yeah, that um, excuse me, that uh, is something that you might have to look out for for the Eagles because if they're if they are able to dominate in that type of fashion and these games be close, they might have some trouble going forward if they run into the wrong team. I, I agree with that. Um, Jalen Hurts over 150 yards rushing. Um, I, the Packers was just keeping up with them. Even that damn Jordan Love was keeping up with them. So yeah. if Jordan Love was doing that, then, you know, then we, we need to start looking at the Eagles more because even though they, they did all of that and scored all them points, they the last three weeks seemed like it still has been some type of struggle of uh, dominating like how they supposed to in the first uh, eight games of the season. So – yeah, I think I think you're right, Kyle. We need to watch out for them a little bit more. Um, and last but not least, of course, there's something in the nutshell with the Colts <laughs> in, in the final in the final seconds of the game as they lost against the Steelers, 24-17. Yeah. Um, as I said, I, I had picked the Steelers when I thought that um, overall they would have. <sighs> I think they're in a better situation than with the the Colts are right now, especially with um, you know, with Saturday being the coach and all the things that's going on over there with that. Um, yeah, I definitely thought that uh that would that would play into this game. Uh, definitely want to give a quick shout out to someone that um man George Pickens, the man's uh keeps performing. I'm making amazing catches all year. It was somebody that I, I, I know at one point I was uh, hoping the Jets might um, be interested in picking it up, but you no, know, I'm perfectly fine with um, with the selection of Garrett at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, man. Um, before before I get into the Garrett Wilson talk real quick, um, I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with the Colts, man. What I don't know what type of play calling they was doing in them last seconds. Like I was just sitting there scratching my head. Like the man, the coast just seemed like they 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 worse they worse with Matt Ryan than with uh, Carson Wentz. They should have just kept Wentz for all that. <laughs> yeah. they, they doing a but that they, they have their they have their issues over there. So mm. it's unfortunate because they were they were right on the brink of. You know, being a playoff team to now looking at them looking like this is crazy. 
It definitely is. And yeah, but the Steelers definitely deserve the win. Shout out to the Steelers. Um before we before we do our play of the week. Um speaking of Garrett Wilson, um I remember <laughs> that draft. I was just thinking about it the other day, Kyle, when um we was watching that uh was watching the game. I was thinking Damn, I was so on point with them draft picks of Sauce and that damn Garrett Wilson. Like Garrett Wilson just looks so shifty in his route running. Like you, like you, this it's like no way you can't miss this guy. Like the guy can, guy wants to catch the ball. His moves is, is just wonderful. In the and he's and he's on the and he's on the uh the break of possibly getting a thousand yards receiving. Yeah. That's definitely um, um I, I I barring any injuries, I don't see why he wouldn't get it. <laughs> right. And but the kid is special and I'm glad that that we that we potentially got our wide receiver, man. Yeah, like I said, everything's just looking great, great for us right now. Um, who you got for player of the week? Um I'm going to be going on a total bias route this week and give it to my man, Mike White, because um, I said, I know the competition wasn't as, you know, as stellar as people would say it should have been um, with all the injuries Chicago had, but at the end of the day, he still had one of the, um, the best, if I'm not mistaken, I think he had the best, QB performance of the weekend statistically in terms mm. of what his rating was. So, yeah. And then on top of that, like I said, giving that overall boost to a Jet team that definitely needed it after the week they had previously. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm giving it to Mike White. Um, I would definitely give Miles the easy route. I'll go with Josh Jacobs. Um, Josh Jacobs had a hell of a performance. And um, even though he had the 229 rushing, he also had 75 receiving yards, which totals 300 yards, 304 yards. So um, shout out Mike White, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, definitely deserved our player of the week for week 12. And now, now let's get into week 13 because now these games are starting to get more serious as we go into Thursday night. We got the uh, AFC rivalry, um, Bills versus Patriots. Yeah, um... I I am going to go with the Bills on this one. I think at the end of the day, um, I think they have enough talent to to squeak by and 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 beat the beat the Patriots overall. You know what I'm saying? And just having that familiarity with each other, I think. Uh, even though they're on the road, I think the the Bills was are probably going to pull this one out. Um, yeah, I might, I'm gonna go the other route. Um, I, I'm going to go with the Patriots. The reason why is because even though the like the bills has been struggling the past three weeks, I've been seeing, um, you know, less, like you said, I've been seeing a lot better from Mac Jones, even though I know this is a good defensive team. I still think Mac Jones is going to be able to, uh, pull, pull an upset out, um, at Gillette. So, I got the Patriots beating the Bills. Um, we got the Steelers versus Falcons. 
Um, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I think they're going to continue their um, their winning and go for an, um, second win in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, yeah, I'll go with the Steelers as well. Um, Falcons want to play good when they want to play good. So, yeah, I'll go with the Steelers <laughs> as well. Um, Packers versus Bears. Um, uh, this is here's the thing. If I think it feels, the feels plays, I think the Bears win. If not, then it'll be Green Bay winning this game, even without Rodgers. <laughs> Yikes! I I think I think Simeon. Well, before everything happened, I thought Simeon actually did all right. Well, that first quarter, he actually did okay. Yeah, and he, I don't know he, what the hell happened. <laughs> nah, he definitely um, started out the game pretty well, was hitting some of his guys. But um, I think that was more on our side with the defense kind of being kind of lax. But they yeah. were thinking, oh, you know, it's Chicago and it's not their starting quarterback. So, so yeah, I, I chalk it up to that. Yeah, give me the Bears. I'll, I'll pick the Bears to win the game. Um, Jaguars versus Lions. Um. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the Lions. I know um, the Jaguars just had a big game and was able to beat Baltimore, but like I said, I think that that Lions offense is definitely a problem. And if they if they if they allow them to put up points, it's gonna be hard for the Jaguars to keep up, in my opinion. Yeah, your boy uh Amon Brown and keep on doing this damn thing. I think it was one of those picks that you was right on. But yeah, I'm gonna pick the Jags. I think Trevor Lawrence is still gonna perform well. I think he could probably outperform uh Jared Goff shockingly. So yeah, I'm gonna pick the Jags this game. Uh you got the Commanders versus Giants. Um I want to go with the Giants. Um, I know the Commanders have been playing a little bit better, but I think um, being that they're familiar teams, I think that they're going to um, they're they're going to um, be able to um, to beat them. Give me the Giants as well. I think um, I think it's time for the Commanders to lose one. Um, Heineken, Heineke been struggling and, you know, you got to give Robinson credit because Robinson actually been doing good on, on the ground. Um, but I, I think the Giants will, will, will get this win. So give me the Giants for this one. Um, one of the games of the week, Titans versus Eagles. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't want to give me the Titans on this one. Mm. Um, not so much because, as I said, um, you know, the, the Eagles have been showing certain signs of uh, being able to um, at least being competed with after, you know, the type of start that they have. I just think that the style of football the Titans are able to play is going might give um, the Eagles some trouble. I agree with you. Give me the Titans as well. Um, 
to Derrick Henry and the Titans is a different, it's a different scenario than the Packers. So yeah. Um AFC is tougher than the NFC this year so far. So um give me the Titans. Definitely gonna be a good game. Um Broncos versus Ravens. Uh give me the Ravens. I said I think the, the Broncos are in just in a really bad situation overall and I'm not sure how what they're gonna be able to do to um to come out of it. Oh Lord. Yeah, give me the Ravens. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson should just be out the rest of the season. But yeah, give me the Ravens. Um Deshaun Watson is back and he's going against his old team, the Texans. Yeah, yeah, give me the Browns. And honestly, it doesn't have to me, it doesn't have anything really to do with Watson. I just think the Texans are in shambles right now with, you know, their uncertainty at quarterback and and it's just uh, the way that that Browns defense is probably going to just be all over them. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, give me the Browns as well. Nick Chubb, uh, Nick mm-hmm. Chubb is still the truth. Um, even though they try to say Watson's accusers is supposed to be going to the game, which is petty oh, and wow. stupid. Yeah, um, I just read that before uh, we started the podcast, but yeah, um, which is petty, but. It, at this point, it is what it is. Um, Nick Chubb still do the damn thing. Brown's going to win. Uh, Brown's still going to win. Um, Seahawks versus Rams. Um, I'm going with the Seahawks. Uh, I think they have a bounce back uh, game after losing a, a tough one against the Raiders. Yeah, give me give me the Seahawks as well. Um, so Seahawks definitely can bounce back and and win them a game. So yeah, I'm going with the Seahawks. Um, another another game of the week: Dolphins versus 49ers. Yeah, that's that's going to be an interesting one. Um, I'm going to. <sighs> I'm going to go with the 49ers on this one. I think because they're at home, I think um, at the end of the day, uh, if they're able to play really uh, sound football and just controlling controlling uh, time of possession, whatever, they're going to give um, the Dolphins a, a tough time. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think the 49ers pull it out. Um, I agree with you. Um, the 49ers... <laughs> The 49ers is definitely going to be a tough test for the Dolphins, and I think the 49ers are going to pull it out. Um, the 49ers, this is where the 49ers play good football, and they show why they, they want to be back in the AM, NFC Championship game. So give me the 49ers as well. Last game of the week, which is very exciting, the Chiefs versus Bengals, as Jamar Chase will be back to play play the Chiefs. Yeah, this should be – um. This should be a good game. Um, I'm going to go on a limb here and say that the um, that the Bengals sneak one and uh, mm. get a victory in this one. Mm. Yeah, um, give me the Chiefs, uh, Mahomes. Um, Mahomes playing MVP football right now, um, but Joe Burrow is not far behind. <laughs> Uh, 
But yeah, give me yeah, give me the Chiefs. This is gonna be a great, exciting game. Um, Chargers versus Raiders. Um, give me the Raiders this time. Um, I think with um, that's the way they've been playing recently. Like I said, they've been playing definitely much harder and making it tough for teams. And I, I think that um, the charges with the certain, you know, injuries and stuff that they're going to have, it's going to be, it's going to make it a tougher game for them. Yeah. Give me the Raiders. Um, I didn't know Josh Jacobs lead the league in uh, yards with 1,159 rushing yards. Um, and, he, and he's tied fourth with nine touchdowns and, and his average is 5.4. So, um, yeah. I mean, Josh Jacobs, uh, Adams about to get a thousand yards, and already got ten touchdowns. Yeah, give me, give me the Raiders. I think the Raiders is going to beat them. I mean, Raiders been playing good football, so yeah, give me the Raiders, man. Um, uh, Sunday night game, Colts Cowboys. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Cowboys on this one. <clears throat> I think, yeah. um, I think their defense is going to stand out and give the Colts some problems. Yeah, give me the Cowboys as well. Um, yeah, sure. that's all I'm going to say. I don't know what the hell the Colts are doing anymore, so give me the Cowboys. And last but not least, the Monday night game, Saints versus Bucks. Um, even though I know they just came off from getting shut out, um, I'm going to go with the Saints on this one. Mm. I think for whatever reason, sometimes the Saints just they have these games where they play the Bucks really well, and this might be a kind of a trap game. Seeing what they what happened to them last week, and I think they can probably sneak one and beat the Bucks at home. Give me the Bucks. If the Bucks lose this game, I'm I'm done. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with the Bucks. I don't want to hear nothing about Brady. I don't want to hear nothing about the goat. Go need to retire, and then go go to um, go to the analyst side. But yeah, I think that's it. Um, that's it for our podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast. Um, also follow us on uh, Facebook, only for Just Fans and why Just Fans. You can search, and we we be right there. Myself or Kyle, we welcome y'all with open arms as we close to six hundred members on there. Um, until next week, uh, peace, take flight, and jet up.